What's going on guys? Austin here and in this video we're going to be taking a look at the extra points lines of the week. So we're going to start off with our week five recap like we always do. Not a great week. We ended up having another 500 uh, showing which is not uh, what I've been going for. I'm, I'm really trying to hit that 55 to 60 percent margin by the end of the season but so far you know I'm sitting at about 45 and I'm not liking that. Uh, Lions at Pats. I mean Lions just absolutely just absolutely you know, failed on every level to, you know, put points on the board. Um, you know, we, we, we only needed them to score 16 points. Uh, Chargers at Browns, it's exactly how I thought that one was going to go. Same thing with Colts and Broncos. It went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. 49ers themselves put up 37 points, so they kind of screwed us against the Panthers. Uh, and then the Bears at the Vikings, that one was just a pure miss. They uh, Vikings played a little bit of bend, don't break, and Bears just put up a few too many points. Then on these spreads, uh, you know, we went three and three and two over here. The Cowboys at the Rams. This one was my favorite bet. I put the most money on that one. Giants, you know, ended up, you know, with like a what was it like a 14 point swing? Uh, you know, instead of instead of losing by about eight, they ended up winning by about six or something like that. Uh, the Falcons plus nine. The Falcons did what the Falcons do, and they just barely covered the game you know, with a chance to win it. Uh, the Eagles, I was rooting for that game to go to overtime so that the Eagles could uh, score a touchdown and win it. But with, you know, unfortunately, Arizona just, uh, you know, put up enough points to stay in that game. And then the Lions, you know, like we talked about, just absolutely uh, failing against the greatest coach, uh, the greatest defensive mind in sports history. But without further ado, we're going to be taking a look at the lines for this upcoming week. We've got the Bucks at the Steelers. I like the under here. Pittsburgh is three and two hitting the unders, while Tampa Bay is four and one. Uh, and the teams combined are a minus nine point one points under uh, average in their games. That's a lot. I like that value right there. Two great defensive teams, two struggling offenses. Next, the Jaguars at the Colts. The under forty one and a half. Both teams are heavy on the under. Colts are five and zero. Oh, Jags are two and three. But uh, you know, they're a combined uh, right here. You see 18.2 points on that under. That's a heavy, heavy line right there. Combined 8.2 points together. Uh, that's almost too hard to pass, or it's almost too good to pass up. Um, so I'm thinking about it. It might be a little bit of a trap, you know, considering that the last game the Jaguars won was like 30 nothing. I'm not going to be too surprised if it goes over, but. I think there is a good chance that the Colts win this game, something like, uh, you know, 19 to 17. And then I like the cards at the Seahawks going over 51 and a half. Uh, now, Arizona is not too great against the spread. They're, you know, minus 3.9 per game. But, you know, they've played a couple of really tough games so far. You know, they've played, uh, you know, they've played against teams that run the football a lot. Uh, now, Seattle, on the other hand, they are extremely high on the over as far as points per game. They're only three and two on the over, but when they hit the over, they hit it heavy. Uh, with an offense like the Cardinals, which I, I feel like it's just waiting to actually explode. Uh, you know, I don't think the Cardinals have played a good offensive game yet. And there's not, there's no reason to believe that the Seahawks are slowing down. Over 51 and a half. I like the Cardinals to probably win this game. Uh, don't be surprised if the Seahawks win, but I think whoever loses this game is going to score 25, 26 points. 
Then we've got the Cowboys at the Eagles under 42 and a half. I think this one is going to be an incredibly low game, kind of like that Colts Broncos game was. Uh, now that under 42 and a half, that's a low over under, but both teams are heavy on the under. Uh, Dallas, you know, they're four and one hitting the under with an average of minus nine and a half, while Philly is three and two on the under with an average of minus 3.1. So overall, that is a, you know, 12 point swing in your favor, 12.6 points in your favor if you bet the under. And then I got the Patriots at the Browns. This one's more of a, uh, this one's more of a, a heart pick than it is a, you know, a numbers pick. That 42 and a half line, same thing right there. Now, New England is two and three on the over with a minus 3.6. So they are not the reason why I'm picking, but Cleveland is four and one on the over. They're plus eight and a half, and they have, Somewhat of a susceptible defense that I think Bill Belichick with a you know brand new quarterback is going to be able to slightly exploit in certain areas. I think the Browns probably win this game, but I think it's going to be something like uh, you know 31 to 31 to 22. I, I'd expect this one to go pretty pretty high over. Then we're going to the spreads. Now this one kind of making me nervous because I am taking a team that that covered last week against a team that didn't. And if you follow the zigzag method, then you'd want to take a team that didn't cover against a team that did. But I think that plus seven line is really good right there. If you can wait and get it at plus seven and a half, I would absolutely take that. I might wait out a little bit, but there's also that off chance that money starts coming in on the jets to cover and the line moves to jets plus six and a half. And now you lose that touchdown line. Uh, But the jets are plus four and a half. Uh, against the spread, they're three and two on the season. While Green Bay is two and three with a minus four point eight. So overall, right here, you're looking at about a nine point swing in the Jets' favor. There's a good chance that maybe Green Bay just isn't as good as we thought they were. I think they're still that team, but until they prove it, you know we're we're gonna fade we're gonna fade the Packers right here. Now the Colts minus two and a half versus Jacksonville. This is again more of a of a heart pick than it is a head pick. It's not a numbers pick. Both teams are two and three against the spread, but the difference is Jacksonville is plus 8.6, while Indy is minus 6.3. Now, Jacksonville, that line is going to be a little bit deceiving because they are so heavy over because of the Chargers game and the Colts game earlier this season that, you know, they they have such inflated numbers. Those two games, just them on their own, I think they're probably like, you know, plus 30 points per game over on the spread. Um, But Jackson... Jacksonville has been playing awful football as of late, and the Colts have been playing really good football as of late. The Colts are coming off a long, extended rest, because remember, they play on Thursday night. Uh, they only, I believe the only player that they could have potentially lost would be Quiddy Pay, their second-year defensive end, and he really hasn't been that substantial as a player. There's a chance that Jonathan Taylor comes back, and Shaquille Leonard you know, is working his way back into form. So I like the Colts uh, to win by a field goal against Jacksonville. Now the Ravens minus five at the giants. I think that, I think that this line should be minus seven and a half, but there's a little bit of overreaction from the giants beating the Packers. And, you know, we take a look at against the spread. The giants are very good against the spread, but so far the giants have only played one team that we all, that we actually believe in, which is green Bay. Uh, And, you know, they thoroughly dominated that game as far as, as far as what you'd look for, from a, a team that doesn't have, you know, all of its receivers, a team that, you know, is coming in with a much lesser quarterback. 
you know, they came in and they beat the Packers. I think it was 27 to 22, five point victory. Uh, and the Ravens, you know, they're coming off of a, of a slow, barely winning against the, the divisional rival, the Cincinnati Bengals. So taking a look at this, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's baiting you to take the giants. And for that reason, I'm not going to, I believe that the Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL. They just haven't played like it yet. And so the numbers are going to be against them. I'm still taking them here against the giants minus five. Now the 49ers minus five and a half against Atlanta. This is another one of those picks kind of like the Ravens where the numbers wouldn't necessarily say it because Atlanta's five and zero against the spread with plus four and a half, while the 49ers are only three and two against the spread uh, with a plus 4.6. So Atlanta actually is better than the 49ers are on these numbers. But what we're not taking into account is Jimmy Garoppolo has looked insanely more comfortable the last two weeks than he did his first week. And that Trey Lance has looked, you know, when he first played San Francisco's three and two against the spread. Uh, one of them is Trey Lance against Seattle. And then the other two are Jimmy G in his last two games against the Rams and against the Carolina Panthers most recently. So I think with Jimmy G finding his, uh, you know, finding his way back into the, into the system, you know, the offensive line has been playing really good as of late. I love the 49ers here to win by a touchdown against the Falcons. And then the chargers minus four and a half against Denver. They're four and one against the spread. Their only loss is that uh, what it what, what was it week three blowout uh, against Jacksonville. Um, and so that's why their average number is so far low because they've only lost one game against the spread, but they're still, you know, suffering the repercussions on the average points per game. Don't look too much into that. Now, Denver, on the other hand, they're one and four against the spread, but they're still a minus 4.2. Uh, now that one win, I believe is the win against the Texans where they, they beat them by like six or seven, something like that. It was nine to 16, I think. Um, and actually, no, that one, that one wasn't even their win against the spread come to think of it. Um, I can't, I don't even know which, which game was their win against the spread, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, chargers, they're, they're going to dominate this game. Uh, they only have one loss against the spread. They only have two losses on the season. That's to Kansas city and to Jacksonville when they were entirely banged up. The chargers are coming in off of a, a narrow escape, you know, against, the Cleveland Browns. And so they're going to look to, you know, kind of put the hammer down on a divisional opponent this week. All right, guys, thanks for watching that video. Be sure to like, and subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comments down below and stay up to date on all of our future content.